Sans Fans Radio, Australia's least coherent podcast network. This is the Ladies' Guide to Dude Cinema. My name is Beck Charwood and with me is my gorgeous co-host, Alex J. This is the podcast where we we <laughs> the end. Watch all the movies that dudes have told us we have to see. Yes. Um, how are you, Alexia? I'm here. I'm, I'm present. I am having a week, but aren't we all? Yes. What about you? I'm... Pretty much the same. I'm excited to especially be here. Yes. Um, this is the highlight of my week. It is the highlight this of my week as well. It's also like predominantly my workload at Job. the moment. Yep. So, yep. so good. Being productive. Yeah. Thank you to everyone good. who listens. Uh, you are helping keep us mentally stable. Yeah. Um, by giving us a, a weekly thing to yeah. do. No pressure, but yeah. I'm entire yeah. mental health yeah. is on you guys yeah so never leave <laughs> please don't ever leave us um you little <laughs> cinema, cinema stinkers <laughs> sorry guys until yeah. we're given a better option that's what you guys are called? called cinema stinkers it's gonna stick <laughs> until it doesn't i knew i knew that we should have sat down and nutted out rather than throwing out random names yeah was it last episode wind. that we did that yes. Yeah, and we were like, oh, we'll just go with Cinema Stingers. And when we walked away, I was like, that's what it's going to be forever. <laughs> that's not the placeholder they think yeah. it will be. <laughs> no, that's been green lit. <laughs> that's going on a mug yeah. ASAP. <laughs> so hello, little Cinema Stinkers. Yeah, stinkers. Welcome to another bratty little episode <laughs> of this podcast. Uh, before we get into this week's movie, yes. which is a big un- Oh, yes. Uh, I have to ask you a very important question, Alexia. What do you recommend to watch this week for people? I didn't prepare. Whoops. That's okay. Oh, I watched A Quiet Place and A Quiet Place 2. Oh, a Mm. horror movie. Yes. Was Uh, it scary? It was great. Yeah, really good. Um, I know like A Quiet Place came out quite a while ago, but Mm. I've just watched it. And it's really good. Very suspenseful. It's nice after watching these kind of movies, to watch a movie that's quiet. Yeah. It's really nice to not be like constantly like explosions, gunfire, pew, pew, pew. It's just like actually quiet because it's like the whole premise of the movie is just suspenseful and quiet. I recommend. That would be really scary. Growing up in a household of kids with ADHD. Oh, I tell you, a quiet place is the scariest place to be. (laughs) My opinion. <laughs> a quiet place means we're about to get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how, what have you been watching? What do you recommend? Well, look, uh, I actually uh, don't have something to recommend. I have something to admit. Oh, <sighs> confession time. Is this? Um, I have to admit that I'm a criminal. <gasps> um, I committed a crime this week. What? Um, so if the government is listening, take me away. Because, you know, I'm guilty and I don't give a fork. Wow. Because this week I illegally downloaded a movie. (laughs) Sorry, bad bitch in the house. a federal offence, Rebecca. I'm sorry. That I have never committed (laughs) ever in my life. I never wanted to tell you this because I know how you get. Oh, I'm so (laughs) anti-downloading anything illegally. I... 
that's how I watch most movies. I went to download <laughs> our headshot the other day and you were like, stop. No. Do you have the rights? <laughs> <laughs> what about licensing, Beck? I'm sorry. <laughs> but I figure like I purchase at least like two movies a week. Yeah. I pay for three different streaming services. Sure, sure, sure. And the only reason I bought it is because we're in lockdown. We can't go to the movies. Mm. So this week I illegally downloaded Suicide Squad 2. Oh, new one. Mm-hmm. And? And I fucking loved it. Oh, great. It was really, really good. Um, it was also recommended to me by uh, my brother um, who talked about it so much. I was like, fine. You've led me to a life of crime. That's how hard he recommended it. And Wow. Yeah. Which brother is this? Well. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, mm. I guess you're a criminal yeah. in the family. Good for him. Good for you guys. Uh, but it's great because the first one – have you seen the first one? Mm. No need. Um, yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, big pile of poop Okay, in my opinion. It's mostly poop, just poop like squad. soft the Joker and Harley Quinn porn, really. Mm. Oh, mm. oh, but that was Jared Leto yes. Joker, wasn't it? Okay. Yeah, 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 um, which was wild. But in this mm. one, Harley Quinn is back. Great. Um, and – Less sexualized. Yes. Is that the? Is that this one? Yeah. And they compared the two. Yeah. Or yeah. And she's like, she's still like hot, but in a way that's like a bit more competent, cool. rather than full ass out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You can't fight crime with ass out. You can't do it. I reckon. Or I commit mean, crime. I don't know. Is she good or bad? She's. I mean, she's part of the Suicide Squad. She's Complex. bad, but you know, the government needs her. Mm. I relate to that. Yeah. Just <laughs> why we do this podcast. Yeah, I'm bad, but the government needs me, man. <laughs> so uh, that is my recommendation for the week. Great. Um, if you want to watch in cinemas or do it legally, I have a link I can send you. So, hey. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Exciting. Little cinema stinkers. Like <laughs> cr- crime stinkers. We're overdoing it now. <laughs> yeah, I'm pushing too hard. I'm pushing. <laughs> Um, before we get into the movie, I want to read out a beautiful message that we got from our listener, Jess. Yes. Oh, my God. Jess over on Patreon. Um, she says, hey, ladies, I have a lovely story for you. I was chatting to a Tinder dude on the phone, uh, brackets, dating in lockdown. Am I right? Uh, and he randomly pulls out a get to the chopper reference. She says, I was able to instantly acknowledge it as a Predator reference to which he responded, wow, what a girl who knows her <gasps> Arnie movies. What I didn't mention to him was that I have never seen Predator. I only knew the reference thanks to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, ladies. You're doing the Lord's work, helping me impress dudes on Tinder. Keep up the great work. Yes, Jesse. That's, that's what we started this whole thing for. Yes, because we want everyone to get laid but never watch a movie in their life. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll watch them so you don't have to. Yes. Oh, my God. Congratulations, Congratulations, Jesse. Congratulations, I hope it's all going well. Mm. Um, I mean, no. No pressure to tell us, but if you do tell us, we would love that. Absolutely. Fill us in. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, that's what we're here awesome. for. Awesome. Oh, my God. Love it. Keep sending in uh, our nice messages to read at the top of the pod. We've been getting so ma- a massive influx, yes. guys. It's, yeah. 
The well, best. Since we started releasing our main apps ad-free over on Patreon. Oh, yes. It's been awesome. Everyone on our Patreon, thank you so much for all your engagement and your comments. It's so much fun to read through. Yeah. If you are someone on the main feed who's like, man, I love this podcast, but like, how do I engage with other people that listen to this podcast? Mm. The Patreon now yeah. with yeah. our ad-free apps over there is going off. Yeah. Real fun convos. Yeah. So get over there. Makes us feel alive. <laughs> um, you know what else me- makes me feel <laughs> You know what else makes me feel alive? What? This week's movie. Apocalypse Now. Yes. <laughs> it feels alive. It's happening now. It's happening. Is it? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. right? <laughs> Apocalypse is now. Something we'd know about living in Sydney right now. <laughs> Uh, but this one is a huge one. Yeah, real big. Yeah. Had you heard of it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, Same. so I have to level with you. I <laughs> fully thought uh, I got this confused with 2001 Space Odyssey. Okay. I don't know why. Is that why. about space? I, I'm, I'm assuming so. Okay. Because I was assuming this was a sci-fi film. I assume this was a post-apocalyptic film. Yes. I was waiting for zombies the whole time. I was like, where's the dystopia? <laughs> Where is the Mad Maxery? This just looks like the Vietnam War. Yeah, there is nary a robot inside. <laughs> yeah, not a zombie anywhere. Very confusing. <laughs> so okay. that's what I fully thought going into this. Right. So we both came into this not having any idea what it's actually about. Yeah. Isn't that what any director or filmmaker wants as their <laughs> legacy? Yeah. So this was actually recommended by two different people. Yes, and we've been recommended this one as well separately by oh, a bunch yeah. of people. Definitely. The two people that recommended it. Mm. So the first person to recommend mm. this uh, is Claire via email. Thank you, Claire. Uh, so Claire says, it's some kind of Vietnam War film. It has like four different cuts made to it. There's an image of Martin Charlie Sheen coming out of some mud puddle that All seems of to be iconic question marks to it. out of them. Yep. <laughs> It's something about Valkyries and helicopters or something. I don't know. Sounds like peak raging dude war boners to me. Oh, that's great. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, Which is a perfect. That's our synopsis for later. You've done our work for us, Claire. (laughs) Uh, I'm the editor of a movie review website uh, and was bombarded with a torrent of dude bro feedback from reviewers who couldn't believe I'd somehow landed a job as editor without seeing this film. (gasps) Oh, Claire. Rude. You have been through it. Oh, my God. Wow. You let me know if I can still keep my movie critics card without watching this wretched bit of dude cinema that I have zero interest in. Oh, so you still haven't seen it? Good. Good for you, Claire. Good for you, Claire. I mean, no spoilers. Um, We will let you know at the end of this episode. Yeah. Great. Cool. Oh, I cannot believe (laughs) she's an editor of a movie review website and got trolled for not having ever seen it there are so many movies to review you guys oh my god okay and this was also uh requested by and i'm gonna pronounce this wrong i'm so sorry in advance uh tibau thomas from a gentleman called tibau he emailed us he said hi ladies i'm a big fan of your work and patreon supporter thank you so much uh i really like how you forced me to rethink a number of movies i messed up a lot showing terrible movies in my 20s and i'm now 35 and trying to get smarter Plus, this last year, I finally started a great relationship. And congrats! Yes, congrats! Yeah. And to watch movies together and comment them, 
on them and listen to your podcast together too. Oh, that's nice. <gasps> oh, my God. Thank you so much. We screamed with laughter while listening to your recent episodes on Twilight. Great. Anyway, I thought I was pretty cool and good at introducing great movies and thinking about them in a modern way until tonight when I insisted on watching Apocalypse Now together. In retrospect, I had already fucked up with The Big Lebowski earlier this month. Oh, no. (laughs) This movie seems to be primarily about men smoking and shouting, she said, then proceeded to draw me shittily trying to explain why it was good until she was convinced of the contrary. (laughs) And then he sent us the drawing she did of him explaining Apocalypse Now to her. Oh, my God. Okay, but she is an excellent <laughs> artist. It was really good. That's it, for the listeners, it's a beautiful <laughs> little doodle of Tibau and the caption she's written is, it was groundbreaking for its time. <laughs> I love her. Can I date your girlfriend? Yeah, she sounds amazing. So, yeah, heavily request. Thank you for that. And heavily requested film in this one. Yeah, yeah. And it seems to be, it's also, uh, I didn't realize this is by Francis Ford Coppola. Yes. Who who is a person. Yes. Does he do The Godfather? Ooh. I think he might do The Godfather. That would make sense. I also know that he's like related to Nicolas Cage somehow. Really? And he's also, I know that he's. Like the father of Sofia Coppola. Yes. Who's also a big director, but also when starred in one of the Godfather movies, everyone's like, she shouldn't be that. She's not a very good actress. It's called nepotism. Yeah. Hollywood's built on it. Okay. Jesus. She was just someone who benefited from nepotism who couldn't yeah. act. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Godfather, you're right. Francis Ford. Oh, look at me go. Um, don't like this <laughs> at all. I'm sorry. Will you be pleased to know I made a choice to not do any research about this film. Okay. I'm just going off my full ah, impressions on this. Just your real, just raw reaction. Yeah. Get ready for some wild speculations. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. I did do some research about this, so it would be interesting if you speculate anything that's wildly incorrect. I'm not going to say it. Oh, my God. Yay. <laughs> I'm going to go with it. <laughs> right, should we jump in? Yes, let's do it. You've heard of Colonel Walter E. Kurtz. Your mission is to terminate the Colonel's command. Terminate. Terminate with extreme prejudice. I don't know why there's birds there. <laughs> I'm not good at sound effects. Ah, ah. <laughs> uh, no. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's the mosquitoes in the jungle. And they are not represented enough in this. <laughs> say. Not, we, we don't see any of them. The amount of dirty water and not enough mosquitoes in this film. <laughs> okay. Apocalypse Now. A U.S. Army officer serving in Vietnam is tasked with assassinating a renegade special forces colonel who sees himself as a god. 
I mean, that has all of the buzzwords in it. Yeah. To give people a little movie chub on. Yeah, like um, the army. Army. It's got Vietnam. Mm -hmm. God. Yep. With. Special. Sure. (laughs) Renegade. Oh, renegade. I mean, Colonel. Huge. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Beck, for people who haven't seen this movie, how would you describe it? I mean, I don't think I can beat Claire's synopsis of it. Oh, yeah, of course. It truly is a raging dude war boner movie. Um, Mm -hmm. That is its tagline. Yeah, as soon as like the – it's very weird the start of this movie – because it's just like palm trees. And I was like, that's so weird. This looks like platoon. That's what I... Yeah, sorry. Yep. <laughs> okay. And did you get really confused? Yes, I got so confused. Because then like the helicopter said, I was like, this is the scene out of platoon. This is uh-huh. exactly... And then there's a big explosion. I was like, that's platoon. Like, yeah. we just need to have that guy running across the field, just like being shot. <laughs> like, <laughs> And then that's... That's platoon. Platoon, yeah. Right? Mm. And so it was really hard... Throughout all of this. Also because the main guy looks exactly like Charlie Sheen. Yeah, it's his dad. Right, okay. Which yeah. I didn't realize until the, the end. I thought it was Marlon Brando. <laughs> oh, you thought he was Marlon Brando. Yeah, so the whole movie, I was like, oh. I sw- I've seen Marlon Brando in movies. He looks so different to this. Like, especially because I've seen footage from The Godfather. I don't know, like, how far apart these were shot. <laughs> I'm really weirded out Is right Marlon now. Prando related to Charlie Sheen. Yeah, I was as like, well? they must have like have the same like talk about mom nepotism or, something. or like there's a relationship somewhere there. But then like at the end, as soon as like because like Marlon Brando doesn't come until the very end of the movie, even though he is first billed. Yeah, top. <laughs> like the first name that comes up. I was like, we're two hours in. I still I haven't, haven't seen, seen Marlon. But as soon as like he like came out of the shadows, and I was like, that is a fantastic actor. Oh my god, it's Marlon Brando. There he is. And then we're like, well, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> Who's this bloody idiot? <laughs> Pretending to be Charlie Sheen. I thought it could have been like uh, Robert Patrick's like cousin who's also related to Charlie Sheen. Wow, the Sheens? Yeah. Talk about nepotism, my goodness. Yeah. Because they're also uh, the Estevezes as well. Like Emilio (gasps) Estevez is Charlie Sheen's brother. Oh, my God. They look so similar. Right? (laughs) It's so obvious. I was going to say, we haven't had some active face blindness in quite a while. <laughs> yeah. Nice to see it again. <laughs> I mean, everyone looked the same in there. Like- well, they do. It was, it's, it's rude that Charlie Sheen made Platoon because right. his did- dad, who is his identical twin, yeah. already made a Vietnam War film. Yes. It's rude because I really, the whole way through, was like, I'm not watching Platoon, right? Like, this is a yeah. different movie, right, guys? To to no one, but yeah, <laughs> like it's 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 too similar, right? Eerily, when was Platoon? When did that come out? Wasn't that in the eighties? No, because this came out in seventy nine. Martin Sheen's a baby in this, right? Wait, let me find Platoon. Mm. Oh, eighty seven. I was only less than ten years. Ten years. Maybe Charlie Sheen would have been alive when this was made. For sure. Yeah, because he's not ten in Platoon. No. (laughs) Wait, so maybe maybe Martin Sheen had Charlie really young because he's a baby in in Mm. Apocalypse Now. Yeah, he young. 
Yeah. It sounded and they weird. didn't have moisturizer back in the 70s. They weren't? They didn't have moisturizer back then. What? Yeah, so he's looking very smooth. What the fuck? Um, yeah, so, okay. Should we start with cast then? Yes, sorry, that was no synopsis. That was me just being like, who's this man? What's <laughs> going on over here? Look, I don't you really gotta know. Figure, you got to figure out the Sheen Estevez yes. lineage before watching any movie with any of them in it. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so quickly synopsis of it. Um, Martin Sheen plays an officer. I remember his name. Willard. Willard. Yeah. Um, he is tasked with murdering an officer, uh, a Colonel, I think, or something, who uh, has disappeared into the jungle and gone crazy and apparently is being a real asshole. Mm. Um, so he has to go on this, like, long boat ride that takes up two hours and 15 minutes of this two hours <laughs> and a 30-minute movie. <laughs> it's just them going on this long-ass boat ride mm. with a bunch of crazy characters crazy along characters. the way. Um, and they're all sli- – everyone just gets crazier and cra- – like, they're mm-hmm. like, we're going to see this madman. I was like, everyone here is kind of losing their mind a You're little bit. You're already on your way. Yes, which is important for us to remember, mm-hmm. you know, about PTSD, like mm-hmm. – very serious issue um, that we're going to talk about, no doubt, in yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, it's a little trigger warning. Absolutely. Um, but then this long boat ride, that at some point there's a tiger, at some point there is mm. uh, some sexy ladies dressed mm. as cowgirls. Mm. Um, honestly, so stoked that there are actually four women in this film. That was wild. Yeah. When they came, I was like, oh, that's right. Yes. We're here. I mean, a lot better than Platoon, I tell you that much. Oh, yeah, true. Made afterwards. So what are you doing, you guys? Where's <laughs> but the, you're yeah. regressing yeah. in Hollywood. Mm. Well done, Charlie. <laughs> um, anyway, and then after a very long boat ride, a bunch of people die. They get to um, the crazy guy's camp, mm-hmm. which is like a very cinematically beautiful but yeah. troubling. It's like a gorgeous cult kind of thing. Yeah, it's a very cult vibes. It's really like a night, like uh, what's the word? It feels very like someone who's like gone off the grid. And he's like, none of it matters. The government's a lie. Mm-hmm. Tax is fake or like whatever. Yeah. I, I hate I hate running water. I yeah. only dated a conspiracy theorist for nine months. I didn't <laughs> pick everything up. Um. But yeah, and then he gets there and he's like, that's actually kind of true. He kind of like got a point there. And mm-hmm. he's like, but I can tell you without, apropos of nothing, he's like, but I can tell he wants me to kill him. Yeah, sure. And the guy's like, yeah. I'm just going to read my poems and stuff. And he's like, but you like want to die, Okay, right? I get it. You want he me to kill you. want me to come in the night and slit your throat. And this guy's <laughs> like, no, don't. I don't. I'm just going to sit here in this little temple and read my poems. <laughs> he's like, I can read between the line of your poems, okay? Yeah, paint my face a bunch of times. Like, don't. Oh, no, don't. Kill me. Live in the shadows. Yeah. And then, huge spoiler. <laughs> he kills he him. He kills him. And that's where he, like, that's the scene where he, like, rises out of the puddle with paint. Just, like, full yeah. eyes open. <laughs> like, from when he's in the water. I'm like, ow. That is, like, that's some dirty ass river. You're going to get real bad conjunctivitis, dude. Staph infection in your eyes, bro. And not to mention the paint. Like I don't think they have Clorsig in Vietnam. No, no, no. What do you do? Oh, my God. They don't have micellar water to clean that paint <laughs> off either. You're gonna... Your poor skin. I know. The pores. They're going to be enlarged yeah. for months. He's coming back from this warp in all yeah. kinds of pieces. <laughs> I mean, yeah. PTSD, they need to talk about a skin routine after this. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> 
that's so fun. So we're getting home from war and just mainly focusing on their skin routine. The wife's like, you need to tell me what happened. He's like, you need to get me serums. I don't need a therapist. I need a skin statistician. Esthetician. It's not self-harm. It's microdermabrasion, Linda. You see these dead skin cells? Stop dialing my therapist. Dead like my comrades. (laughs) 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 Oh. Only way you can really <laughs> just is, fuck up a really serious <laughs> movie. <laughs> a really serious topic. Really serious, but also we are really serious about skincare because we're silly dumb girls and we don't know. We can't silly. comment on what's going on. I've never, I wouldn't know about war. Oh, yucka, we're not loud. I only know about my face. <laughs> so anyway, he kills the guy and then he, he gets back on the boat and. Done. Bye. <laughs> That's the end of the movie. Everything's fine. Yeah, but two hours and 30 minutes Yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I ask up top? Yes. Did you like this film? I thought it was fine. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, honestly, I've had a very bad week mm. for ADHD. Um, okay. This is how I watched the film. I... Had the first half hour on, but I was on my phone the whole time. Great. Then I clocked back in after an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I was <laughs> still at war. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then I I stopped it, watched the last hour of it this morning, but then had to go back and watch the first half hour afterwards because oh I was God. like, I, did. <laughs> God, I was like, I don't remember how we got here. <laughs> But I was like, I will say, the last hour highly invested. Okay. I really yeah. liked the last hour of this. The first. I know it's like it was important to establish everything and it explains a lot of like why everything was going on. Yeah. But really I was like, I can't. It's just brown. Yeah, it's <laughs> just you're brown right. forever. It is a lot of brown and mm. a lot of monotone narration. Yes. Which I quite liked. But if you're not invested, um, I would have, yeah, mm. 100% just switched off. Imagine this film without narration. <laughs> It'd be just no one talking. Yeah. Most of the dialogue or most of the spoken word in this movie was the narration Mm. for sure. Yeah. Which fun fact um, is by Martin Sheen. But during filming, he actually had a heart attack at one point. What? Martin Sheen. He was only 36 in this film. Hell. And he had a heart attack. And so he had to like, they had to stop filming his scenes for a while. And while that, while he was recovering, they needed to get, some more narration dance. They actually got his brother, John, I think maybe Estevez, right. to step in and do the narration for him. <gasps> and to this day, well, I don't know, is Francis Ford Coppola still alive? Anyway, the Perhaps. last time they checked in with him, he said that even to this day he can't tell which narration was done by Martin Sheen and which one was done by his brother. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah that's cool. Yes. I mean, that makes sense because like, also you and your sister have very similar voices. We do. We often prank my mother on the phone it's so much fun <laughs> oh, poor michelle oh, poor michelle <laughs> i've got her a few times it's been very funny uh-huh. one time i called her and i was like mom like my sister was with me mm. and we had a little chat she totally believes i was my sister and i was like what do you reckon about alex and she goes what oh um and i was like don't answer uh, don't answer it's <laughs> <me>. <laughs> oh my god 
She was about to answer. Too much power. It's too much. I don't I don't know. Oh my god. (laughs) That's terrifying. That's so fun. Okay. That's because I did see another name. It's like narrated by this guy, and I was like, what? Mm. What was did this man do anything but stare at the camera with big blue eyes? Yes. Let's talk about Martin. What did you think? Okay, um, hot. Oh, hot. Really hot. I did not know he had it in him. Mm. Also, okay, can I objectify him for just a second? Please. Um, He had like this really natural body type. Yeah. That I love. Like I yeah. feel that in movies now, I don't, I don't realize this, but every dude in Hollywood has like massively jacked it's arms. Jacked. Yeah. Like crazy. And what are these ones up here? The yeah. shoulders. Just big old yeah. triangle Tri- neck, yeah. right? But he was quite like leaf and he had like quite skinny arms. Mm. And I was like, but, and like also like not like a ripped butt or anything like that. But I was like, this is nice. I he like this. He was 70s fit, right? Yes. We've spoken about this before. 70s was the time. Yeah. Yeah. Similar to Charlton Heston in yes. Planet Apps, who also, oh my God, uh, huge hindsight. Yeah. He's like a big part of like the uh, NRA. He like owns it. Yeah. He's the, yeah. He's a bad man. He's a bad man. <laughs> He's an awful human. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but a hot boss. Tell you what, back in the day. Back in the day before he before was all he about guns all and stuff. He um, could get it. Not as hard as Martin Sheen is a way harder body though. Mm. Yeah, I thought he was gorgeous. I've never seen Martin Sheen not be an old man, mm. I think. And now, because he's married to Catherine Zeta Jones. Catherine Zeta Jones. I just want to acknowledge and make everyone aware that throughout this episode, it turns out I do suffer from a little bout of active face blindness. You will notice that I spend the majority of the episode thinking that Martin Sheen is married to Catherine Zeta-Jones. Turns out he's not. Turns out that's Michael Douglas. So I just want to make everyone aware of that, that I am aware. We're going to be okay. We're going to get through it. All right. Love you all. Bye. On to the end. Stop it. He's like 20 years older than her. Right. Which prior to this, I never really understood. But fuck yeah. If I'd seen Apocalypse Now and then met that guy you know, 30 years older, I'd be like, fuck yeah, let's mm. do it. Yeah. I'm in. He's got a great, like, haunting stare. Yeah, big time. Like. Which is the majority of his role yeah. in this film. <laughs> yeah, play, plays the part. That thousand-yard stare. Yeah. That people talk about. Exactly. Um, <laughs> So, you know who, he wasn't originally cast in this role. What? They actually had a different actor. See, this I did do some research on this because um, I actually really liked this movie. Sorry, I didn't even ask. I was like, this is what I think. Anyway, let's move on. You're just channeling the dudes for us. Shut up. No. So you liked it. I really liked it. Like completely surprised. But What what did you like about it? I was just invested the whole way through. I think because it wasn't too action-y or anything, there were really quiet moments and just like storyline progression. And, and I just – I was really invested. I was like, this mm. is – I liked it so much better than Platoon. Like, this feels more real. I think because mm. they really delved into, like, the mental health, mental states yeah. of soldiers. Like, well, like his, the first scene we see of him is when he's, like, going nuts in the hotel room. Yeah. And I was like, that was like, whoa, I wasn't expecting that for this movie. I thought it was just going to all be – Zombies. Mm. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I was just really, really invested. So I did a lot of reading about it afterwards. Okay. I just, like, just want to know whatever I can. So they 
originally actually cast Harvey Keitel <gasps> in the role. Okay, another hottie. Baby Harvey. I don't know if I could have handled that, no. to be honest. No, I feel like this is too sexual. Yeah. Cut it out. War is not sexy, sir. <laughs> Stop making it that. Um, and he was on set. They filmed like three weeks with him. What? And then uh, Francis Ford Coppola decided that he didn't like the take that Harvey Keitel was doing with Willard. Whoa. And kind of just fired him and sent him back to America and then brought old mate Sheen on board instead. Fuck. Mm. I mean, that's that's got to hurt your self-esteem. It does. Like, because they, they're all young in this. Like, mm. this isn't like... He wouldn't have been the Harvey Keitel by now. So that would, to be recast yeah. and then for the movie to become literally one of the best, like considered one of the best movies of all time. Yeah. Ouch. Fuck. I mean, I'm sure it would have still been great with Harvey Keitel. Yeah. I wonder, he must have really, really not nailed what Coppola wanted mm. for him to physically send him away. I feel like he probably was maybe like too antagonistic because he yeah. does have like a very like, I think that was it. Masculine like presence. he was too, yeah, too um, like assertive and stuff. Whereas yeah. they needed him to be more like slinking in the shadows, like yeah, broody, fly, yeah, fly on a wall type, yeah, type guy, yeah. Um, but yeah, damn. Well, I will say I didn't do any research on this except for one thing, mm-hmm. um, which was uh, I had to Google was a cow actually killed? Yes, it. Immediately, because at the end there is a very brutal scene, yeah. and I was yes, this is still part of the cast. We're still on topic. <laughs> Don't get mad at me, but there's a scene at the very end where a cow gets sacrificed. Yeah, in it's, a way that is, it's really full on. You see it get like chopped in half. You see its head get chopped off. Like you see the cut through, and I was yeah, I had to look away. Yeah, it was. I was like, that's. I don't know how they've done that because that cow mm. looks really alive and it turns out that it was. Yeah, it was real. But it wasn't – they didn't, like, buy a cow to kill on set. Mm. It was, like, a, a – uh, Ritual sacrifice. Yeah, an indigenous tribe there. They were already going to do it. So yeah. they were like, can we just film? Can we just get some angles and they were on like, this? Can you just fuck off and let <laughs> us sacrifice this cow? Oh, losers. Fucking <laughs> Americans. we sticking their head in. um yeah i was really like that's fucking because they got away with it because they weren't filming in america so Mm -hmm. like the animal rights part of hollywood didn't have a say yeah whereas if like if they were filming in america they wouldn't have been allowed yeah no way um but that was visceral if you (laughs) yeah man oh my god don't want to see how the sausage gets made quite literally (laughs) if they want a big old skipper You'll know when it's coming up. It's when there's a cow on screen for about five minutes. And you're like, what are they doing with are they that? Doing? Are they just going to have some fun times with yeah. him? Yeah. Just mm. this bunch of babies running around. Surely nothing sinister oh. is going to happen with that cow. There it is. He's in half. <laughs> there he goes. Okay. Mm. So RIP <clears throat> that cow. That cow. Uh, all right. So the rest of the cast. So. I mean, did th- you just did you recognize some baby versions of uh, dude cinema stars? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a little baby Lawrence Fishburne. Did you know? Did you pick that was him? Yes. Did Except you? I was like, that's Mobius. <laughs> Who's Mobius? I mean, Morpheus. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I was like, Mobius is like Morpheus's kid. <laughs> Mobius is the character in Loki. Okay, so so you get a pass. Uh, yes, I still get no tokens. Give me. 
Wait, did you actually pick him? I, yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, that's I, Lawrence Fishburne. I did not at all. I read the cast later and I saw his name. I'm like, that's not right. Mm. He was like... um, 12. <laughs> <laughs> not different. He was 14 when production began. Stop it. He was a baby. He's a very mature 14. Yeah. So I said that like, he's a very <laughs> mature 14. Oh, Very no. advanced for his age. That's <laughs> <laughs> not what I meant at all. <laughs> Lawrence. But yeah, I would I would have that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, and also adds for his energy in the film, because yeah. he was so just like bouncing around. Yeah. Because his character was only 17, I yeah. think. So it it, it works for yeah. sure. Did you see uh, little baby Harrison right at um, the beginning? Yeah, which is wild because this is the same year that Star Wars came out. Oh, that's right. Because apparently George Lucas was originally meant to direct this, but then Whoa. it clashed with Star Wars and he chose Star Wars instead. What? Whoa. Was there only like 10 people I in th- Hollywood back in the day? I think so. This is crazy how few. And then those 10 people had kids and then those 20 people get, took over Hollywood and so yeah, on and so and forth so and, and so it's so just forth. a big family tree. <laughs> wow. Yeah, right. So he's doing – he's got this tiny bit part yeah. in Apocalypse Now and then he's fucking Han Solo. But he looks wildly – I tell you what, the dim lighting looks – he looks completely different because mm. he looked so young in this. Yeah, he really did. He looked 10 years younger than he does in Star Wars. So true. And that space is not the best lighting for selfies. Yeah, and also not good for skin. So, yes. again, everyone, it's so important. Skin care routine. Three-step skin care routine. Stick to them. You'll thank me later. <laughs> um, um, yes. Okay. So I recognized him and that was kind of it. Mm, yeah, me too. I kind of like a little bit recognized some people, but then when reading the cast afterwards, I was like, Oh, that's that guy? Yeah. Like, um, do you know if you heard the name Robert Duvall? Yes, I know. And I believe that's the name people like. He's the best, one of the best actors. Robert Duvall, yeah. And like when you look him up, um, I recognize him as a grown up, like now. Yeah. Um, But he was the, you know, the guy, who, like the squad captain guy who was obsessed with surfing. <gasps> that's him. Really? Yeah. The guy who like, he's like, I love the smell of napalm in the morning, which is apparently like a big line. Which is a big, yes. Which is one of the like quotable lines that I've heard before. I was like, when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's that's good to know. (gasps) Very cool. So you'd heard that before? Yes. Oh, I hadn't heard that. But when he said it, I was like, that feels like that would Mm. be a thing. Yeah. For people. Yeah. I can't remember where I've heard it. I mean, I don't know why that would ever come up in conversation it's just napalm we haven't had that in a while skipperoonie whispering sweet nothing yeah. into your ear at night i love the smell of napalm in the morning what's I'm that like, bud i don't think you were <laughs> even alive remotely close to the vietnam war how do you know what that smells like i don't think you've seen napalm before in your life yeah. sir <laughs> uh yeah okay i really liked okay i really liked his character Mm-hmm. And he was the only mm. as well. He decided to wear an orange scarf so I could tell him apart from oh, everyone wasn't else. That nice. I was like, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> um, and oh, also, I'm just going through my my notes. Speaking of Martin Sheen, he that original that early scene where he's alone in the hotel room and going mm. nuts. That was completely unscripted. 
apparently Manche told the camera crew to just let the cameras roll. Sheen was really drunk. He punched the mirror. He actually did, which was real glass, cutting his thumb. He also began sobbing and tried to attack director Francis Ford Coppola. This crew was so disturbed that they wanted to stop shooting, but Sheen just wanted to keep the cameras going because at the time he was fighting a drinking problem and his own issues. So that like when that happened, I felt really uncomfortable. Yeah. Like it it felt real and Mm. it turns out apparently it was. That makes a lot of sense because I rewatched that as well, yeah. which gave so much context. <laughs> You've seen this scene twice now. Yes. Because, um, like, even, like, the how he was dancing and stuff, mm. I was like, that's weird, man. Yeah. yeah. That's real. <laughs> you got issues. Didn't feel like acting. Like, yeah. That's real breakdown stuff. And we can also kind of see where Charlie Sheen got it from. Well, right. Yeah. And yeah. then you've got Emilio Estevez. I don't know much about him if he's ha- had any troubles. All I know is that he was in Mighty Ducks. <laughs> which is... <laughs> Trouble enough. <laughs> Look, all the Sheens have regrets. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> so, yeah. Damn. Um, That's very. Good. Yeah. He also seemed like, again, one of these method actors. Yeah. Who it's like, I have to literally punch someone. And yeah. It's like, good. Cool. Cool, dude. Yeah. Good for you. I've just also seen that there uh, is an actor on here called Sam Bottoms. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, I saw that too. That's very fun. Sam Bottoms. That was very fun. He played the um, the surfer that they're all like the young guy that they're all like, this guy's a professional surfer. Oh. And then he's the one that like survives to the end. And he's yes. know, like, he kind of ingratiates himself into the tribe or the little cult community. Oh, he does? Kind of. Like he's he- there and he's like having a good time at the party and stuff. Oh, like he drops acid. Oh yeah. Wait, and then is he? He's the one that gets back on the boat. Mm. Oh, it's just him and and Martin Sheen at the end. Okay. See, I thought that was the other crazy photographer guy. Oh, I mean, maybe because everything was so dark, and yeah. I was also watching it on that tiny screen that you see behind you. Oh, okay. So it was. <laughs> I was like, I can't really tell what's going on here. That photographer guy is a famous person as well. That turned out to be extra famous when they when he grew up. Um, let me find out who it is. Drew Barrymore. It was Drew Barrymore. Oh my god! Just right, right before ET. <gasps> She's a method actor. And the shoulders. Photojournalist Dennis Hopper. And who's he? Oh, I know oh, that know. name. Yeah, right. That's he looks name. like he's from Star Wars. He's giving me Star Wars vibes. Oh yeah, but it's that guy. Recognize him? Yes. Mm, he's from stuff. Okay, allegedly he's in Speed, which I is on our list. Oh, shit, we haven't done Speed uh, yet. Do speed next week? Fuck yeah, let's do Speed next week. And then let's do some Speed the week after that. Hey. <laughs> and then let's watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, if anyone in Sydney, though, has any contact. No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's what you want in lockdown, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. Now's not the time to get back into hard drugs. Oh. Anyway, so back to this film. Um <laughs> Speaking of speed, apparently Sam Bottoms was on speed, LSD, and marijuana throughout the entire shooting of his scenes for this movie. Well, now I'm jealous. <laughs> I you mean, un- if he wanted a green light, that's it. If Sam Bottoms can do it. <laughs> you know what they say. Sam Bottoms can do it. Anyone can. <laughs> 
<sighs> I mean, it's it's so weird that like in the eighties, there were like no one could just like act drunk or high. Yeah, true. They were like, no, no, no. Any other emotion, it's like you can play like an abusive father, mm-hmm. a sex offender, a murderer, sure. and it's like, oh no! But these in between times, <laughs> you've just got to have a little bit of substance. So like, you can't make that up. No, you it's best. not like Martin Sheen has any experience with that. Never. <laughs> um. So yeah. So it was. Two and a half hours. How did you feel mm. about the length despite your trials and tribulations? Did not love it. I really it, yeah. didn't like the length of this one. Yeah. Um, as soon as I saw it, I was upset. Yeah. It's been a while since we've done an over two hour movie. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It was definitely uh, a bit too long for me. I think if I had been like when I needed to watch it in a really like movie watching mood. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I'd already watched a full episode of The Bachelor. Oh, and, well, that before watching this, it was not a good one-two step. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good app- as yeah. much of an appetizer for then a Vietnam mm. War movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? I actually like halfway through it for the first time. I think in this whole podcast was like I actually understand why it is so long because there was so much storyline to get in because they went into like the whole backstory to Marlon Brando's character and why he's like his entire career and then also going into their current journey on the river and then also delving into Martin Sheen's character's backstory as well. Mm. Like this was the first time where I was like I don't feel bored and I know it's two and a half hours but everything seems important. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did love the building of Marlon Brando's character. Yeah. Of like how like he w- became so interesting mm, at yeah. the end. And the guy's like, because he was also, uh, Martin Sheen's character was also going crazy. Mm. And it was like, oh, they're both like two crazy people just edging closer and closer. Yeah, totally. To one another. It was really good storytelling and like suspense building because the whole time I was like, oh, I just can't wait for him to get to mm. Marlon Brando because I want to see what he's the fuck he's done because they yeah. keep talking about how he's doing stuff with unsound methods and stuff. Mm. They just kind of keep skirting around what this dude's actually doing. Mm. So this whole time I was like, hurry up, get up the river. I want to see what he's up to. Mm. Um, turns out he was up to some really evil shit. Some crazy fucking shit. Yeah. Like the whole, the last scene in his oh. little cult oh. was uh, breathtakingly, like gorgeous cinematography. Mm. Mm. Um, but fucked. Just nuts. So fucked. Oh, speaking of actors, what did you think of Brando? Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Like, immediately when he came on the screen, because you couldn't see him at first, I was mm. like, this guy's really... Like, uh, what, are, what do they say? They say it's like a... He just has, like, an energy around him that's, like, really, like, you can't take your eyes off him. Yes. And, like, he's, like, magnetic on screen. Totally. Yeah. And yeah. I wish I could be, like, I don't see what the hype's about. I do see what the hype is about. 100%. And this is without seeing The Godfather, which is his biggest yes. know, role. Which we will get to, oh, by yeah. the way, everyone. We will get to The Godfather. <laughs> Absolutely. This is just a little amuse-bouche. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, I recognized his voice because, you know, they, they had him, his voice kind of reading out some letters or something yeah. earlier in in the movie when we're first learning about him and i was like i 100 i've never even seen the godfather but i know that that's marlon brando's voice mm. very distinctive 
Um, so apparently uh, Francis Ford Coppola did not have a good time with Marlon Brando on set. He's notoriously a dickhole. Brando is? Yes. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I'd not heard that before and I was very disappointed in him. I have a – yeah, I've heard that he's a nightmare. There was some movie that he was in uh, where he plays like – it's on an island. Ugh, someone messaged me and tell me what it is. Mm-hmm. But he's on an island. He's like all painted white. Oh. And he plays like a similar character to this where he's like the king of the island and mm-hmm. everyone's his slave. But, but apparently it's a very bad movie because he was like the worst person of all time to work with on set. That's what he was like in this. Right. Because this is actually based on a book or a novella from like the 1800s or something. And he showed up to set. He had not read the book, even though he told Francis Ford Coppola that he had, like, as research. Okay, he but did- I, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at him for that. He got distracted watching The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he turned up, like, he didn't know any of his lines. And, and he was 40 pounds overweight. So the reason they have him in shadows the whole time is because he was too fat to be properly on screen because the colonel fat people weren't allowed on screen because fat people weren't allowed on screen they they didn't exist in the the turn of the century (laughs) (laughs) um yeah and so like because apparently uh colonel kurtz or whatever his character's name is um is meant to be this like six foot like really lean man because that's and he's gone rogue and he's been living in the jungle and then brando's turned up like 40 pounds over, 40 kilos overweight or something crazy um, and just hadn't told Coppola that that was the case. So that's why he's actually in shadows the whole time because he's being fat shamed. I mean, well done Mm. uh, on Francis Ford Coppola's part because – Quick thinking. uh, To me, I was like, that's a very interesting cinematic choice. (laughs) That has me more intrigued. (laughs) Yeah. Damn. Um, I always also get Marlon Brando confused with Errol Flynn. Have you heard of Errol Flynn? I've heard that name. I think he came like before Marlon Brando, but he's an like Australian actor who oh. is like the most awful human being of all time. Oh no, really? Yeah, he's done. If you haven't heard about Errol Flynn, I think the uh, the dollop does an excellent episode. Oh really? About him that you're like Jesus Christ. Oh no, yeah, he was an Australian actor. Mm. Achieved worldwide fame during the golden age of Hollywood. Oh, yeah. So that would have been around like the 50s. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I always get him and Brando confused. They do look very similar. Yeah. And I think they're both notorious cunts. Asshole. Yeah, right. Um, Did you have any like like moments that you really liked from the movie? Um, I'll tell you one moment I didn't like. Sure. Uh, and regret to say this, uh, the part where there was the only women in the film, mm-hmm. uh, when they had like these girls fly out to entertain the troops. Playboy bunnies. Yes. Mm. Um, which I'm sure at the time was a great idea. Mm-hmm. Watching it on screen logistically, I was like, this is, they fly in on a chopper. Yeah. To, there's like on the side of a bay and there's a floating stage to separate the women from the men on the land because they're ravenous, horny animals. You must have a moat around yes, women. to protect <laughs> the women. Right. And this chopper comes in and then all these ladies get off and they kind of like, <laughs> they're, they're not, not dancing. It's not 
sexy yeah. as such. But they're not not dancing. Like they're just kind of like getting up then like <laughs> <Okay>. they, <laughs> I need you know uh, Alexia's doing just, a little march in her seat. Just kind of like jigging around. Yeah, they kind of like and then they got like their guns and they're like <laughs> pretending to like point them at these poor soldiers that are just like actually been shot at live through a nightmare and they're like like the tassels and stuff yeah just kind of like and like doing like a little like shimmy and like a little like not even like a big shimmy just yeah. like a ooh, like yeah a, not even 45 degrees of the shoulders <laughs> like real and i was like this is weird and the dudes are like screaming oh my God, they're going nuts like Getting publicly horny is one of the most embarrassing things of all time. Ew. And seeing like 400 men do it at once, you're just like, Jesus Christ. They must, I was like, they must all just be, because they're all in this like really tight tiered seating. Yeah. They almost just be standing there with like boners in their backs. Like right? how are they not, like they're just, cool, we've all got boners, let's just own yeah. it. Yeah. It's like they wake up and they say, that's, they're like, that's weird. We're completely out of toilet paper. I don't know. What happened last night? <laughs> like just walking. And sucks. Yeah. <laughs> just hearing a crunch, crunch of people walk around the next day. They don't have a sock to spare. This smells weird. So, and as well, like you're just walking through the tents being like, there's a lot of crickets here tonight. <laughs> what is that noise? <laughs> I mean, that scene bothered me. I yeah. was like, I really, I felt like kind of like in a way, like took away from the movie a bit. I agree. It really broke the pacing of it mm. and the, the, the mood yeah. that it had created. And as well, cause like the, like the whole, like the light setup they had mm. and like the stage was like really like American, like yeah. it had a big American flag on it. And I was like, this is so, we haven't seen any of this, you know, in any of anything like that in this movie yeah and this i mean maybe it is true to what happened in vietnam mm. but to me it felt like very performative and just to add some color to the movie which i can't believe i'm saying that i didn't like because <laughs> you know i need bright colors to but concentrate you don't like a shoehorned bright color yes yeah I, yes. I was the same i was like like i know this was meant i think meant to be the like the light-hearted frivolity part of the movie to maybe break up how serious everything was mm. but to me this was the most terrifying part of the movie yeah. especially when the men started rushing the stage yes so, to those poor women and just grabbing them i was like get those women out of there they're going to get murdered right now right by bonus yes <laughs> and like that yeah i'm i'm sure that maybe that must have happened in the war where they fly in Playboy bunnies to entertain the troops. Because there's that mm. whole thing of entertaining the troops back yeah. in the day. But, oh, I was so scared for them. Yeah. This is not a fun experience to watch. As well, because, like, it looks like they were doing, like, they would have been doing, like, the rounds of camps. Like, yeah, true. they went and did their little boot scoot there. <laughs> ambush, get back on the helicopter. And they're like, all right, two more shows to go, ladies. <laughs> two more ambushes to go. Yeah, reapply that lip gloss. <laughs> Run a comb through that hair. Oh my god! Forget that ever happened. It's so scary. That was the scariest part. <laughs> yeah, of the sure. whole movie. But I did. I really okay. I I liked the rest of the movie, mm-hmm. particularly like the end the hour was like really mm-hmm. good. But the rest of it was like, yeah. what about you? I mean, you clearly have more to say about what was good in this than me. I just it was it just took the way it was done just took me by surprise, mm. and I don't. 
have the language to describe it, but like it was just way more subtle than I expected. Like yeah. it wasn't all shoot 'em ups. We didn't really see much battle. We saw like one battle. Yeah. Um and then the rest of it was just real like and we like interfighting like amongst the soldiers yes. and stuff. Like I don't know, it was just it just took me so by surprise. Like when I realized yeah. it was a war film, I was like, okay, it's basically gonna be platoon. But there was just so and yeah, the learning the backstory of Colonel Kurtz. Kurtz. Yeah. Super interesting, like his fall from grace and I, yeah, it just for a nineteen seventy nine and mm. again, a movie I thought was about zombies. I was just so surprised at how interesting it was. Yeah. Would you say that it was groundbreaking for its time? I would say <laughs> that it's groundbreaking. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> will you draw a, fo- a picture of me I w- explaining this film to you? I will. It will not be as good. <laughs> not as good as Tabats, mm. but okay. I'll give it my best shot. Okay. <laughs> and, like, I really, like, there's just moments in it that I feel – other movies would really like focus on and make a whole big deal out of. But this like, I don't know, just felt like maybe real. Like they would mm. just brush, like there was this one moment after um, the the captain of the riverboat is killed uh, and Martin Sheen is like trying to help him. Then he's got like, uh, the captain's got a spear through him and the mm. spear's coming out the front. And he tries to get because because Martin Sheen's the reason that they're there, the reason yeah. that they're getting all his entire crew's been killed. He tries to like it's, it's all wordless, and he tries to pull Martin Sheen yes. down onto oh my the God. spear, yes. which is through him. Yeah, you know, like moments like that. But like they didn't make a big deal out of it. Mm. He like Martin Sheen like got away from it, and then just didn't even reference it again. Yeah, I just really liked that. I'm like, that's nuts. What just happened? But they kind of brush past it, like. Well, this is just what happens in war. People go nuts. Yeah. And you yeah. just see these tr- like troubling things that happen around you all the yeah. time, but you just have to like keep moving. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. Just little, yeah, like moments like that just really like surprise me. I just didn't expect it to be mm. like like that, like nuanced and, and subtle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I really like the performances. I thought everyone was great. Yeah. There wasn't any mm. dead weight in that lineup no. for sure. I also loved as well, uh, something that stressed me out but I loved also was that they were just on this tiny boat yeah. for like what seemed to be like weeks together. Yeah. So at one point they were like, yeah, this boy, Lawrence Fish- Fishburne's character, mm. they're like, he hasn't left this boat in nine months. I was like, it's a miracle he's not eating everyone on the boat. Yes. <laughs> He's doing very well. Yeah. But then like then but they are all like also subtly going a bit crazy. Like all of the characters mm. on, on the boats, like when the guy sees the tiger and he's like he was almost gonna kill himself because he's just so he's like, I'm just done with this. Yeah. And it was just really, I think, an interesting way of being like, Yeah, if you put a fuck ton of trauma on people, they mm. will go nuts. Yeah. Like I don't blame any of them for their crazy actions right now because they've just been through so much shit. And mm. seen so much crazy shit. Yeah. That yeah, that was a really something I wasn't expecting of the movie that I think made it very different from like Platoon mm. and like a lot of other war movies that we've if we have seen any of them. I don't think we really have. Yeah. Unless you count um any of the Marvel films. Yeah. I mean <laughs> very happy. <laughs> they don't really touch on mental health too no, much. They don't. Yeah. they don't talk about Iron Man's depression <laughs> ever. <laughs> 
um but yeah apparently the filming of this was really hard it was only meant to be like six weeks and it ended up being like 18 months because (gasps) they filmed in the philippines and like typhoons just destroyed everything for ages and they kept having to go back to america coming back to the philippines and they went like they doubled their budget their original budget jeez stuff but it has turned out to be like one of regarded one of the best films ever Real, the best ones of all time. Yeah, of all time. This is Whoa. meant to be up there. I mean, that means I do. I get it. It was groundbreaking for its time. <laughs> okay, fuck. You know what? I so agree with that <laughs> statement too. Oh no, that's okay. That's all right. I. But the thing is, I I don't disagree with you. Mm. I totally see that. I was not in the right mind frame to take in this movie. And really? I think, I think you, yeah, I can see how easy that would be to not be in the right mind frame for this. Yeah. Yeah. I think if like, you know, this is, this is like a Saturday night. I want to take in like a film mm. movie. Yeah. Yeah. It needs to be dark outside actually when yeah. you watch this. Yeah. And just watching this, not watching like The Bachelor beforehand <laughs> or anything else. Yeah. I want to take a Bachelor run yeah. up yeah. to Apocalypse now. Yeah. Three and a half hours in front of a screen in a night is look a bit too much, I would say. <laughs> and I, I'm in lockdown and I'm saying that. <sighs> <laughs> On that note, Alexia, yes. I have some questions for you. Please. About this film. Did mm. this movie make you horny? Oh, like... A confused horn yeah. because I shouldn't be horny in this movie. Mm. It's devastating. Yeah. But Martin Sheen, you're right. He's got that like that trim natural bod. Mm. Yeah. His eyes were style is definitely horny for his eyes. He's a beautiful man. Yeah. I, I had no idea because I only know Martin Sheen from like the West Wing and stuff. Yeah. And as an old man. And then to sit, yeah, he's beautiful. Mm. What about you? Did you I get, get what Catherine Zeta-Jones is digging. I totally get it. Yeah. Like good for both of them. Mm-hmm. Congrats. Yeah. So that's what I was horny for. As cool, well. cool, cool, cool. Uh, would you recommend this movie on a date? I would say no. Yeah. So um, you, you think Tabout uh, was incorrect in making mm, his new partner watch this? Mm-hmm, mm, yes. Yeah. I think that... <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I would enjoy watching this with a partner unless they hadn't seen it. If mm-hmm. yeah, if someone because I watched this alone mm-hmm. um, because Skip was busy. Is and everything okay with yeah, you guys? Yeah, no, or? he just had other things to do. I can't imagine. Apparently, he had work he was being paid for. I doesn't he like this is work? Yeah, for us. Oh yeah, you don't need to tell me. Therefore, it's work for mm-hmm. him. Yeah, so. Anyway, maybe okay. I'm just jealous. Look, look, <laughs> maybe I'm just jealous. Yeah, I have to watch yeah, it alone. Lockdown's really hard on a lot of couples <laughs> and we're all fracturing. <laughs> um, but yeah, watching it, I think if the other person hasn't seen it, maybe. Maybe. That's my answer is maybe. But yeah. like no pressure. Like, yeah, I w- yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Would you recommend much. it in general? Yeah, I would. Okay. I would recommend in general, but if you're on a date and your date says, let's watch Apocalypse Now, no, mm. I reckon just turn, like change, change gears, change courses. Yeah. You'd be better off watching The Bachelor on a date. Like thank, this is. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> you made the right choice. <laughs> I get ratings. How many boot scooting Playboy bunnies? <laughs> boot scooting bunnies. Okay. Yeah. I give this a Real solid four. Whoa. What, 4.5. Oh, my There's God. There's not a lot I would take 
fuck it, five. I can't. Whoa! I can't think of what I would take points away from. That's almost half the calendar months. Yeah. Of all the bunnies. Yeah. My word. I give it five boot scooting bunnies. January through May. <laughs> nice. <Yeah. laughs> what about you? That's okay. <sighs> Solid. Um, I would give this. I mean, it's hard to – I feel bad not giving it five stars because I see why it's a good movie. It's just so not for me. Yeah, that's And fine. wasn't for me in the moment. Uh, so taking that into consideration – I'm asking it. you, Rebecca me. Charwood, your personal opinion. I'm not asking Roger Ebert or Rotten Tomatoes. You know, like what is Thank your you personal so <laughs> opinion of ratings on this film? Thank you for paying attention to me and not those guys because you talk to them too much. I'll say it. <laughs> We've got like a, a group chat going. Yeah. It's really spicy. It's fun. I feel included. You know, listen, guys. I get it. I get it. Uh, I give it a 3.5. Okay. Solid. I liked it. I see it was a great movie. Wasn't for me. Um, wouldn't. I'm glad that I saw it. Mm-hmm. But no pressure. Yeah. And you probably you wouldn't watch it again. Oh, I think I could watch it again. I think okay. I would like to watch it again maybe in like five years' time. Okay, because I have a surprise. Oh, my <laughs> God. We're watching it right now. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. good to know. Yeah. I'll schedule that in. Great. In five years' time. <laughs> so I would say to Claire, um, mm. in, to sum it up. Yes. No, you don't have to see this movie to understand cinema. No, I don't think this takes your re- movie reviewer like credentials away from you for not seeing Ab- this film. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, not. It's like it's good, but like whatever. Like I wasn't like, whoa, I've never seen like that shot before. Like, right. Yeah. 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 I've never seen Marlon Brando do that weird thing with his mouth before. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Martin Sheen get to conjunctivitis in yeah. the Philippines before. Just dudes completely getting into dirty water like it's not a problem. <laughs> Just They love it. Uh, uh, so yeah. I hope that makes you feel better, Claire. I yeah. hope we answered your question and um, reassured you. I think we have. Yeah, and if anyone quizzes on you now, you have the basic knowledge. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, well, that well, was that Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse Now, not a zombie movie. Yes. You guys, we release episodes. And nothing to do with the apocalypse. Nothing Sorry, can I just say? Yeah, actually, yeah. 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 Can we just say that? Yeah. Actually, I'm giving it a 4.5. I'm taking yeah. half a point away for its misleading title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we release episodes weekly, so please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And please join us next week when we watch Speed. Our beautiful Keanu graces yes. our screens once oh, again. I'm so excited. Oh my God. They're going to get horny. Yeah, you know, I'm going to do cinema. Us. I can't believe we haven't done Speed yet. Right? Same Actually. here. Yeah. Shit. Um, Shit. <laughs> and if you want to keep up with us on what movies we are reviewing, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dude Cinema Pod and like our Facebook page, Ladies Guide to Dude Cinema. You can chat to us there or shoot us an email at guide to dude cinema at gmail.com. And if you are like, if you're looking for ways to support us, one is uh, following us uh, on whatever you listen to podcasts, either Spotify mm-hmm. or the Apple Podcasting app. Um, you can also join our Patreon. Mm. Uh, we got two different tiers one for just ad free, one for some extra stuff. 
new content every single week Weekly, on there. You guys. Uh, we got merch to yes. cinemapod.com. Yes. And also completely free if you want to give us a five-star review. Mm-hmm. That also helps a lot. Like this fabulous one here from M Noise. Such a fun podcast. And as a dude, I have been dude cinnamon myself. My freshman year of college, my roommate watched a movie every night he went to sleep. <gasps> what? Oh, my God. In the same in a, the same room. Oh, no. Oh no. That's so stressful. Uh, either Clerks or Caddyshack. Oh, my God. <sighs> Two big ones. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I've definitely been asked to watch Caddyshack. Oh, I mean, for Clerks. I've always been intimidated by Clerks. Right. Yeah. Uh, is it the one Zach Braff's in? I think isn't Clerks by that guy, like Jay and Silent Bob guy, Kevin. Oh, what's maybe. His name? <laughs> Shit. I don't know. Anyway, we'll get to it. Yeah. Um, so I went on watching both films many times. Oh my god, I'm so sorry about that. Noise. That sucks. That sucks. But College what doesn't is suck is your review. Yes. Um, thank you so much. From America. Oh my god. From thank the you, US. From the US. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> That's it. Oh, it's not it. No? There's one more thing left. What's the one more thing left? I'd like to say, Alexia. Yes? Akumite to you. And to you and yours. Do the chopper noise. I love it. it sounds like I'm joking off. <laughs> really quickly. <laughs>